can you stay awake for the first four, please? How dare you? Can you make it? Can you make it to JoJo and then you can take a nap? Please? I hate you so much. Flames, <laughs> flames on the side of my face. Breathing, breathing, heaving breaths. <laughs> Live from their respective apartments, it's Quick Step Reactions. Here are the hosts and judges, Katie Clay and Narber and Megan Shepard Huff. Megan, welcome back to Quick Step Reactions. It's just meaningful plastic production. We had Disney night. It was villains night tonight. How are we feeling? I feel okay. But it was kind of an emotional roller coaster. I don't know. I feel a little oh. beat up. <laughs> wow. Wow. And you haven't even talked to me really yet. Wow. Maybe it's just some of the anxiety going into it. <laughs> <laughs> or like how mean you're gonna like how worked up you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. Were there some threatening texts sent? Maybe one or two. Maybe one or two. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to be on my best behavior, Katie. I promise. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, I'm feeling villainous. I want to give a shout out to wardrobe and makeup and like the set design because like they absolutely killed it. And I loved that a lot of the contestants shouted them out throughout the episodes because like they don't get enough recognition. Yeah, I appreciated the people pointing them out and agreed some of the costumes were so amazing. Like the sets and everything are always great, but there were some really good ones this week. Just all around makeup, wardrobe, all of it. Wonderful production these last two nights. Yeah, snaps for our Disney overlord. Yes. We love it. We hope we made you proud, dad, daddy. Chris, Chris didn't care for that. I don't know if I cared for it either. <laughs> if we're being honest. I mean, I would prefer yeah. that this got edited out, but have have either of you ever called a man daddy? Like, seriously? <laughs> Why are we starting this way? <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> but no. Never seriously. Yeah, me neither. Chris? <laughs> All right, that's one big yes. Okay, starting off the you night. With the, starting off the night with the jazz, we had Jimmy Allen and his partner Emma performing a jazz to Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, which is inspired by Peter Pan. Yeah, some of them totally makes some of the music choices tonight, like they were not all like actual Disney songs, uh, like some were, but a lot of them were just like pop songs that they decided to claim were influenced from that movie. And like that's a stretch. It's not Disney, but okay. Okay. So, it was weird. Well, and love the songs. Guys- 
bad guy is a phenomenal song but like it's so quiet that i was like i literally can't even hear the music right now like i have to turn my tv up so high which i'm deaf so like maybe it was normal for everybody else but really struggled to hear the music on this one yeah yeah it was an interesting choice so megan you are our resident jazz expert why don't you tell me how you felt about this one Wow, what an honor. I did not realize I had earned that title. So I just want to start off by saying thank you. <laughs> You're so um, I didn't really like the like choreography. I wasn't loving the mm-hmm. dance itself, like the content in it, but I think he did dance it well. So I think mm-hmm. like he performed well and I liked what he did, but just like the choreography itself, I wasn't in love with. So liked him but not necessarily loving the dance yeah it's like you literally read my notes like that's exactly how I felt like he performance wise surprised me but the dance as a whole just left me very underwhelmed I yeah and then it got amazing scores and I was like Jesus Christ okay yeah there that is kind of a common theme for a handful where some of them got quite generous scores and I was like we are not on the same page tonight judges like wow (laughs) and this was just the first of that so at this point megan when have you ever been on board with the judges i hey she has hey if you had my best friend you're talking to right now if you had been awake to listen last night you would hear me say (laughs) i feel like i was really vibing with len oh and then y'all were like oh well if only well actually i guess that was more criticism of derek i did listen to the episode this morning like the plebes uh i agree with the judges sometimes but not all the time okay yeah sort of free thinker sort of fair but also offended so they see a score of 35 out of 40, 9899. They end the two nights with a combined score of 67 out of 80. After he gets his um scores, Tyra like asks him how he's feeling or something. And he's like, Well, my wife is two centimeters dilated right now. And I was like, Oh my god, dude. No, he said, Katie, my wife is two centimeters pregnant. Well, yeah, okay, that's what he said, but we both knew what he meant. I knew what he meant, but it just was so funny because then he repeated it a second time. Yeah. Two centimeters pregnant. I was like, we're just going with it. We're doing it. And we're I committing bet, to it. I bet Tyra had no idea how to yes and that like some past host yeah. might have. No, she was just like, oh, she's two centimeters pregnant. And he was like, yeah. She said her response was something like, oh, we're going to have a baby falling in here. Well, not here. I'm pretty sure that's what she said. So. Classic, horrible Tyra. (laughs) While we're talking about horrible things, let's talk about our next contestant, Cody Rigsby and his partner, Cheryl. (laughs) Before this. We're going to get out of the way early. Before this segment begins. Producer Chris here. For all of you LGBT people out there, we apologize in advance. Monday was National Coming Out Day. 
and we apologize for the homophobic things that are about to come out of one Katie Clay's mouth. This podcast does not agree There's nothing with homophobic. the homophobic views shared by no, Katie Clay. Nothing homophobic about this, Christopher. No, I don't think you said Chris- anything homophobic Chris- last night either. I mean, you were aggressive, but not homophobic. <laughs> Chris, you're my gay friend. I have a gay friend. I can say anything I want now. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? <laughs> oh boy. Normally I would say yes, hunty, but <laughs> not today, but, Katie. But in this case, where without ever seeing the show this season, or like without knowing very much about Cody Rigsby, just knowing going into it, I was like, well, obviously we love him. We're rooting for him above all. We refuse to hear any slander. Chris, you know, it was baloney sandwich when he got COVID and he kept competing. So you know why he's my mortal enemy. Oh boy. This podcast does not share the homophobic views of Katie Clay. (laughs) You're just getting her even more riled up, Chris. This is not the energy we need. We need to be bringing this girl back down. <laughs> just Make wait till someone I... who has to endure this, Chris. Wait till I get on mic to slander the Miz. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't dare. You stop riling her up. Let's talk about Cody. Yeah, Let's we're talk gonna about Cody. Up. We're going to move up. Cody and Let's Cheryl. talk about the husband. Let's talk about the husband. <laughs> no, oh, why don't you eat a piece of bread and calm down? <laughs> Katie, you are a beast. You too. <laughs> Poor Megan. <laughs> just wants to get Cody over with so bad and yeah. we will not yeah. move on. Just... Hey friends, rather than it? rather than taking a nap, I'm gonna go take a dog break so you two just have fun without me. <laughs> okay. Tell her I say hello. Amazing. Okay, so Cody and Cheryl perform yeah. a Viennese waltz. What were your thoughts on the actual dance? I mean, I was offended that they had the audacity to dance to my favorite Disney movie. So like strike one. Um, and then as to the dance itself, he needed a stronger core. It just felt way too fast for a Viennese waltz. Um, it, it, I didn't en- enjoy the dance that much. It just didn't have the, the feel of a Viennese. Mm-hmm. Like, a waltz is very flowy, and this was very, just like all over the place, I guess. Yeah. No, I felt the same thing. I kept thinking it was pretty fast as well I wanted them to slow down it, it just wasn't giving me the right vibe that I was expecting for yes. a waltz for sure I didn't think he looked bad though I think he looked pretty good he didn't look great by any means yeah I don't think he's doing that well um but it was fine I didn't hate it I also like just watching it so this is the first Viennese waltz of the night um and I kept thinking like, oh, Viennese Waltz. So then my brain kept drifting back to Jojo and Jenna's yesterday and like how amazing it yeah. was. So then I just kept being like, well, this isn't good enough. Like this is nowhere near theirs. So then I was like really clouded as well. And I was like, no, you're not, you're nowhere near as good. 
That's honestly like welcome to being a fan of the show. Like that is what you run into is like you'll watch one and you'll be like, well, it's nowhere near this stand. So how can I enjoy it? Exactly. So that's how I felt. But they ended up with a 31 out of 40 for tonight. They got an eight, seven, eight, eight. Way overscored. I thought the seven was more accurate, but yes. At least they didn't throw a nine up, you know. I would have had to ride. I would have vomited <laughs> if they would have dared to do that. Um, for the two weeks, they ended up with 58 out of 80. Yep. And we're gonna move right along. We're gonna just gonna wrap that up. We're gonna say no more, okay? I was I wasn't too bad. I was not that no, bad. Not bad. To you. Not bad. I'm proud of you. Next, we had another Viennese waltz for some reason just these weird styles we had a lot of we had a lot of vienneses and then a lot of pasos which i was it again we love these producers they absolutely know what they're doing they seem really together and with it agreed um but this next viennese waltz is melanie c and gleb what did you think of this one I enjoyed it. I thought that she looked incredible and hold. It had the feel of a Viennese waltz a lot more than Cody's did. I thought that she looked a little weak on some of the tur- the turns. The judges have made comments in like previous seasons about how they think that contestants could benefit from ballet classes. And I feel like she might be one of them because I feel like I just need her to have like like more control over some of her movements but she had like the horns for maleficent yeah i'm like kudos to you girl yeah they were intense too Mm -hmm. i i agree with most of what you said i do think she looked good though i thought it was smooth i liked that it was kind of haunting like this is villains night and it had this kind of haunting like spookiness almost to it so if I was very captivated by it, it kind of sucked me in. I really enjoyed it. Um, she wasn't perfect. She, like you said, has a couple of things she can work on, but I still really liked it and I still really like her. So I was happy yep. with it. Totally agree. So they end up a score of 35 out of 40. Len gives it an eight, but everyone else gives it a nine combined for the two nights with 66 out of 80. She's fallen a little bit in the overall standings. She's kind of like middle of the pack, mm-hmm. and I feel like she can do better. Yeah. Give us a little more, Melanie. Yeah. Next up, we had Jojo Siwa and Jenna. They performed the first Paso Doble of the night. I personally... I liked it, but I did. I think Carrie, yeah, Carrie Ann said that she thought it just came off a little hectic. And I completely mm-hmm. agreed with that. It really did. There were just moments where it really did. Hectic is just a really good word. I don't think that like her movements just didn't hit quite right some of the time. So I don't, she wasn't quite there for me. I don't think it was bad mm-hmm. though. She was pretty intense. Um so I still thought it was good, but I, I just was left wanting a little more um, and feeling like, I don't know, like she could have done a bit better than she did. 
I completely agree. I thought that the background was very distracting. They had so many, like, flashing lights and stuff. And then, like, the wigs and the costume. And, like, it was just a lot. There was a lot going on, which muddled the dance. Mm -hmm. And then she just, she was hectic, like you touched on. I thought that she needed more tension in her shoulders. But she still did it well like that's the thing with jojo is even when you're going to criticize her she's still going to be performing at a very high level and like as i am the newest jojo siwa fan like that's my girl and i just gotta make sure that i'm also like being kind to her no i agree because i did still like it and i still liked her so i think that i still um and kind of I'm on the Jojo Siwa wagon at this point still I haven't fallen off but this one left me wanting a little more but I still have come a long way and I like her she's still very good so yeah I was hoping that Chris would be here for this but he is petting a dog outside (laughs) I made the mistake of watching Mario Lopez and Mel B's Pasa Dobles today which are like two of the best pasos ever performed on the show. And so it just kind of like, it clouded all of the pasos I saw tonight. To be fair, you also forced me to watch them today, so. (laughs) Okay, Chris, now that you're back, if you would have been here literally 30 seconds earlier, you would have been able to hear this. So I don't know if you're gonna edit this out because the listeners don't need to hear this twice. Mario Lopez's paso is the best pasta doble ever performed on the show and i have slandered against it many a time and i just need to say from the bottom of my heart number one i was wrong yeah number two i'm sorry that i did that to you thank you for this brave message it is important to me this is healing us um this is everything that I needed because you are correct I assume you watched the finale Paso yes okay good thank you thank thank goodness thank thank I watched I watched both today but I made sure that I sent Megan the finale isn't it wild how much better the finale one is (laughs) yes yes and just to make sure Megan which one did you think was better I only watched the finale one. Well, I didn't no, watch. Out of are the Mario and Mel. you sent me. Yeah. I feel like I would have to watch them again. That was my first time ever seeing them. I can't okay, okay. Like, okay. Can't That's, yet. That is that is a better answer than what it could have been. <laughs> that was the second best yeah. answer you could have given him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, guys, in case you were wondering, I love this dog and um i just want it known that somebody in our apartment building very loudly shut their window while we were talking and the dog was barking and we were just like oh okay um goodbye bill that's that person great a monster so jojo gets a score of 35 out of 40 Carrie Ann is the one who gives it an eight tonight, and she ends the two nights with a score of 70 out of 80, which places her second on the leaderboard. Next up, 
Real Housewife of Atlanta star Kenya Moore and her partner Brandon performing a Viennese waltz to Dangerous Woman by Ariana Grande, which is inspired by Snow White. Snow White is dangerous. A bit of a stretch. I hate everything about this. Yep. Katie, Megan, have I mentioned how much I hate the producers of this show? I don't think I've ever heard you say that. They are my mortal enemy. I hate them. They are my they are my Cody Rigsby. Yeah, we've had two mortal enemies declared on this patent. Megan, we're gonna need you to conjure up some sort of mortal enemy by the end of this. Although, Megan, can There's you please make sure that. that yours is not problematic? I can't Katie. make any promises. <laughs> Mine is not problematic. Mine is absolutely warranted. Chris, we're not going back there, okay? <laughs> Chris, we got through it so well. We did so good. I really kept it together. We're moving on to Kenya and Brandon's <laughs> Viennese Waltz. Megan, how did you feel? I thought it was pretty good, but I did not love it. Mm-hmm. There were a couple times where she looked like she was off from Brandon. Um, yes. It was pretty good, though. It was, I, I still liked watching it, but I didn't love it. I wanted more. It was also a bit sexy, which I was totally okay with. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Might have just been the song making me feel that way I was like oh okay this one's a little sexier because something about you makes me feel like a dangerous woman I mean that's pretty sexy (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I enjoyed it I thought that they needed better body contact it was good not great they had good fluidity she looked phenomenal like you could tell she was in a costume that made her feel very good about herself. Yeah, she looked confident. I just don't think that I like her as much as I previously did. Yeah. I'm just starting to get, I don't know, less impressed. And I feel like she's just good, but not great every time. Um, so that's kind of the struggle that I'm currently oh. experiencing. Okay. Okay. I feel, well, I feel like the level of talent, like you kind of have like your top tier who are all like really good and really crushing it out of the park. And then it's just highlighting how like the middle tier will likely just never be able to catch up. And so you're kind of at the point now, which we're only four weeks in, but like, you're kind of like, okay, I'm fine to lose you. Like you're not, you're not wowing me. I think that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, I just... I don't care how long you stay anymore. Yeah. She was funny in this, like, episode, though. Like, she had a couple of really good liners that I was like, okay, Kenya, go off, girl. So they score 30 out of 40, 7, 7, 8, 8. They end with 59 out of 80. We move right along to Amon Schumpert and his partner, Daniela, performing an Argentine tango to Arabian Nights from Aladdin. Uh, 
Oh, no. <laughs> I was waiting for you to go first. Okay. Okay. Um, the lifts were breathtaking. I just like the beginning, the way he picked her up to start the dance, my jaw genuinely hit the ground. Yeah. Okay. So Chris, she is in a full plank on the floor. Like she's planking on the ground. And he, all he does is put a hand on either one of her hips and just lifts her up while she is in a full plank. And he just, like, moves. I don't even know how he moved her because I was just, like, gasping for air. All of the lifts. The way he just, like, manhandles that tiny girl and just throws her around. It's like she is a feather. She weighs nothing. I was dying over the lifts it was incredible. I literally made my roommate come out of his bedroom I rewound it and I showed him that lift and he was like that was amazing I was like thank you um, like if you're gonna go watch any dance from this season Chris I feel like it has to be this one so far just because the lifts are incredible amazing the lifts are like just like painfully beautiful. Yeah. The dance itself had very little Argentine in it because it was so lift heavy. But like you couldn't even care because it was so incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I actually personally really liked the dance, but it probably was because the lifts were so captivating it's the only thing that mattered i was like i love this this is amazing probably just like, i mean their argentine their argentine content was still like yeah. good it just wasn't a yeah. ton of it agreed i did really like it though um it might be i don't know i have to go remember all of his dances but like definitely maybe my favorite of the season from him Oh, for sure. Really like. I think for sure. Really liked it a lot. It just sucked you in. Like, I think it was Derek who said, like, it was just such a mood. And, like, it just, it it captivated you for however long it was, a minute and a half. Like, you just couldn't take your eyes off of them. So, like, even if the dance wasn't, like, that you know incredible or whatever like the way you felt in that moment was worth like that was a 10 agreed it was really good len continues to personally attack me and this dance scores a 33 out of 40 a nine a seven from len a nine and an eight and i am just getting so frustrated because len will not give amon a good score he literally said something like, this was your best dance of the season, seven. <laughs> and I just, I want to know, I want to pull Len up on the phone and ask him, why do you hate Mon so much? Like, why do you hate him? Yeah. Did he do something yeah. to you? Did Amon murder your family? What happened here, buddy? What, what happened between you guys? Is Len your mortal enemy? No. 
No, I agree with Len on a lot of points, but not with Amon <laughs> because I don't understand why he hates Amon so much. And that does make me mad because I, it yes. does justified. But Len makes a lot of good points. So no, definitely not my mortal enemy. Also, I would never say that to your face. <laughs> Even if it was true. I'm going to roll into that can of worms. <laughs> She has been attacked for defending Cody Rigsby. She has been attacked for her views on West Side Story. Do you honestly think she's going to bring up that Lena's her mortal enemy, Chris? Oh, do I look stupid to you, Chris? <laughs> Just no. like the daddy question, I'm going to answer that with silence. <laughs> He's truly not my mortal enemy, though. He's truly not. Amon's combined score is 63 out of 80. Should probably be 65 if Len would score it correctly. Moving right Len along. Hate Amon so much. <laughs> Why is Amon Len's mortal enemy? We'll never know. Yeah, that's true. Amon is Len's mortal enemy. We know that. We know that for sure. Yeah, literally when uh, when Len scores them, like Amon and Daniela were both like, okay. Like, okay, Len. <laughs> okay, Len, we know you hate us. <laughs> we get it. We see you, dude. Also, I do want to give a shout out to Daniela. This is her second season, and I am very impressed by her. I am really enjoying her. Yeah, I really like her. Anyway, oh. we'll move on. Next up, we had Melora Hardin and her partner Artem performing another jazz. This, I liked this jazz. I did like it. I didn't like it quite as much as the judges did, though. So that kind of threw me off. Like, hearing how much they liked it, I was like, oh, okay. Am I supposed to love this? But I did really like it. I thought she was good. I thought she played the character really well. She was very committed to that, and it was really fun. So I really liked it, but I wasn't, like, in love with it the way the judges seemed to be that's like absolutely how I felt too because like she was performing the heck out of it like her performance slayed but like I don't know jazz just shouldn't be on this show so like that's what's difficult is like I liked this kind of a jazz because it felt more like a ballroom dance so I enjoyed that part of it but like I don't know what makes a great jazz, so I don't know how to score this dance. Like, if I'm going just based on her performance, I'm in line with the judges. If I'm scoring this like a jazz, I don't know what I'm giving it. Yeah, it's hard because jazz, it kind of does vary. And based on the jazzes I've seen this season, it's clear that Dancing with the Stars the pros all take jazz and make it very theatrical, very Broadway, which like does kind of work as jazz, but also like there's a whole other style called Broadway. Um, so it's kind of blurring the lines between the two a little bit. And that's okay. Cause I do think jazz and Broadway are very similar. So it's not that it's wrong, but like, I do prefer more of a jazzy jazz and like, then just let Broadway be Broadway, but they definitely like blend the two here but I'm okay with it I'm not mad it's just now I know now I know and it was Melora singing the song mother knows best yeah that was cool. cool 
yeah that I liked that and she sounded really good so yeah she did sound great um it gets a very high score she scores a 37 out of 40 and she gets our first from Len the 10 I truly could not believe I think also coming off of Amon, we he hits us with the seven and then Melora does this dance and it's good. Like it's good. But then he throws up the ten. And I And he says from Len the ten. It's like that is the highest compliment you can ever get from that man. I just felt a bit confused by it. It's not even like I'm My- happy like her, so I'm okay that she got it. Not mad. But it is confusing, especially coming after I'm on seven, like directly after. Yes. My mom explicitly texted me and was like, okay, clearly Len loves Melora. And I was like, congratulations, Joni. You have figured out the game. Yeah. 100%. He hates him on. 37 out of 40. They end the night. But 73 out of 80, they are at the top of the leaderboard. A whole three points ahead of the next contestant. Yeah, she's having a good Disney week, that's for sure. Really good silence, you guys. This is really I feel like I looked down to go to my next page and looked up and Katie was making a face and I felt like I missed something. (laughs) No, I'm just like, I'm very (laughs) nervous for what's about to come. Okay. (laughs) Which is why in an audio medium, both of our hosts should be silent for what? Like 70 seconds? 75, 80 maybe. Okay, I felt like that was we were silent for like all of two seconds. I don't know why you were jumping I was down my throat right now. Why don't you minutes. go take a nap? Why don't you go take a nap? Chris, you could just edit the silence out. We did a lot better when you were sleeping last night, buddy. There were no silences then. Oh my god! And yet somehow I still <laughs> managed to fall asleep. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, Chris, you are just treading dangerous waters. You should not be crossing Katie. I don't know <laughs> why I'm throwing <laughs> chainsaws into an already dangerous situation, and I'm here for it. I don't know what happened to, between the two of you before this, um, but it is a lot for me to be a part of. <laughs> I mean, nothing but just like love and friendship. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that adds up. <laughs> Megan, what if you and I united? And just say we hate the Miz. No, oh, Chris, Christopher Dockham. Okay, I'm gonna intro him. It's the Miz and Whitney performing an Argentine tango to be prepared from the Lion King, and it is incredible. Megan, how do you feel about that (laughs) sentence? I did really like it. I think he did really well. I definitely don't like it at the same level that you did, but I did really like it. Katie, I really liked it and he did really well. 
<laughs> that's that. I just feel so, like Katie. Better. I'm keeping it together. I'm raining it in. <laughs> he did better I, than who? He did better than what you're giving him credit for. He did better than what? you, in your opinion. That's what I think. No, I think he did really well. I wouldn't use the word incredible, though. Well, that is where you're just, like, dead wrong. So his, okay, here's the thing. It had so much passion to it. His legs were incredible. It was a true Argentine tango. It had everything you want. The way that he lifted her, their leg movements. Did I mention the legs? And It was very good. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Anything else oh. to add, Megan? No. They end with a 34 out of 40. They get a 9898. They end the two weeks with 65 out of 80. Sounds overscored yep. to me. <laughs> Chris? You are literally the worst thing that's ever <laughs> happened to me in my life so we move on to brian austin <laughs> green and sharna dancing a pasa doble and... my favorite my favorite <laughs> contestant yeah yeah chris loves brian um i do not love brian no <laughs> there's a small part of me I that's mean, like, he stood maybe up. He's my mortal enemy maybe i'm not i can't maybe. i can't commit to that yet but it's definitely a maybe well let's talk about how lazy he looked while he did this pasta doble he stood up before he was supposed to in the beginning when they were like supposed to be on their knees just stood right up and then went right back down and i was like oh, yeah. okay this is how we're starting let's go yeah, I think that he maybe did more dancing than he's done in any of his other dances in this one, but he still did very, very little dancing. So yeah. that was something. My notes literally say he has no passion, very Sharna heavy, maybe his best dance. Oh my god, he threw her and on the ground and it looked like it hurt. <laughs> but Sharna looked amazing. Yeah, Sharna looked great. She, I mean, all of their dances is just Sharna dancing and Brian hanging out like, hey, here I am. We're dating. Did you know? Hey. I'm over in the corner. So, I Love don't know. You. I actually have a lot of questions and that's why I wonder if maybe he's my mortal enemy because when I stop and think about it, it makes me really mad because I'm like, why are you here, Brian Austin Green? Why that's... did you agree to do this show? You do no dancing. Like, are you not committed? Do you not care? Do you think this is a joke, Brian Austin Green? Because it's not. Because it's not. This it's is a not show a that joke. we take very seriously. It's not a joke. It just makes me question if, like, I don't know if Sharna was like, oh, like, I really want you to do this show with me or something, because it just seemed like he had no interest in being there. 
that's how it comes off. So I just don't understand. Like, does Sharna not care about this season either? Like, what's happening? I have questions. So Sharna, if you want to come on the podcast, please hit us up. We have a lot of questions. Really look forward to talking to you. Please leave Brian at home. Please don't talk about your significant other. Please come on the show. Please do We love you so much. Bring Brian. Like, so happy for you. So happy you found love. You deserve it. You're amazing. Yes. Please don't bring him. I never want to speak to him. Thank you so much. (laughs) Because he's your mortal enemy. Maybe. (laughs) So they get 27 out of 40. They end with 52 out of 80. Bottom of the leaderboard. Bah. See, this is where Len gives them a set or a six and everyone else gives them a seven. And that's one where I was like, yes, Len, it does deserve a six, maybe less than a six. Thank you, Len. I agree with you. So thank you, Len, for doing the Lord's work, except for when it comes to a mon. <laughs> exactly. After that, we had Bachelor Matt, James, and his partner, Lindsay. They performed another Paso Doble. What did you think of this one, Katie? I thought that he could have done some of the moves a little more. Like when he was dipping Lindsay, I felt like he could have dipped her a little bit lower. But he went for it and he he delivered. He looked great. It had good shaping. It felt like a proper paso. He didn't look super confident when he, in certain parts, like, he was running and moving Lindsay and it just kind of looked awkward and the judges all commented on that too. So I was glad that I was not alone with that. Um, but he, he seemed confident in the stance. Yeah. I agree with pretty much everything you said. It definitely wasn't perfect. I think that it was quite a bit better though than what we've seen the last couple dances from him so I was really yes to see that it felt a bit more like what we saw week one with Matt where what when we thought he was gonna be good and we were impressed I feel like we kind of got back to that Matt James I was like okay I see potential yep. here I think you're doing really good I really enjoy this I think you did pretty good with your moves you definitely could hit them a little bit better and some of the footwork was awkward especially with the like lift things but I thought it was just a lot better than we had been seeing so yep that made me really like it completely agree gets a 31 out of 40 combined for 57 out of 80 len does give it a seven it is what it is that's what it is Olivia Jade and her partner Val perform a jazz to remember me from Coco It was another very theatrical jazz, for sure. Yeah. I didn't dislike it. I thought it was fun. I didn't walk away from it thinking it was anything that special. I wasn't blown away. But I was like, no, that was good. I liked it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. You say a jazz to remember me. Is is this an attack on us, Katie? Yes, it was. Uh-oh. There were no rose petals that flew, that fell from the ceiling. Was it anything approaching the level of Nikki? No, absolutely not. Then I say get rid of her. 
Wow. Bold words. Bold words. Megan, when we were there for Disney night, we had a chat. Was it a jazz song? Yeah, it was definitely. It was. Okay. We had a jazz. I'll do my job and like look that up. (laughs) I, cause I'm questioning if it was a jazz, but for the sake of the bit, we're going to say it was a jazz. It was a jazz and Coco hadn't come out at that point. So it was like our first exposure to it. And at the end they had, I guess it's not rose petals, but like the petals like fall from the sky and Chris saved some, which is like so cute. It was a jazz. I knew it was. We knew it was I should have never doubted you. Don't you know doubt what? my You know what I get for doubting powers. you? You know what I get for doubting you? I'm wrong about Mario. I'm wrong about this. Look at me. A fool. Maybe you'll, maybe Sounds you'll like you're wrong story. about the Miz. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Sounds like you you're wrong keep... about Cody Rigsby. Oh, you just keep poking the bear and you want to know what I have to say? I think that Jane Seymour overstayed her welcome and I think that she could have gone home sooner than week seven. So how do you like them apples? Okay, you two. I am going to have to put you in separate rooms if this continues. Sabrina Bryan deserved to go home week one. <laughs> okay. Dear listeners, I am so sorry that you have to endure this bickering. <laughs> It's a lot. I'm. You, you saw the line and you crossed it. I put the diamond in the coat and I put the coat on her. This is why it's better when I take naps. Yeah. Chris, in the future, if you could just nap, I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. I worked up. Listen, it was a jazz to remember me. It was a direct attack on Chris and I. The dance itself was like entertaining but mm-hmm. i just felt like they they like danced in a line like they didn't dance across the floor they just kind of stayed in one spot and i didn't love yeah. that yeah it was a lot of acting it was very much a performance it, it wasn't yes that much of a, a dance, dance. Yeah. but it was it was like entertaining it was fun to watch but after being like that was fine which okay. i guess is like it's showing us a different side to her because we haven't really had to see see her act yet. So it's like, okay, now I want you to bring that to every dance, not just to a jazz. True. Because she did act it like her character yeah. as well. So Yeah. So Yay. 35 out of 40, 70 out of 80, she is tied in second place with JoJo. Yeah. After that. We had Suni Lee and Sasha. They performed another Viennese waltz. Um, it was should I put a spell on you, correct? Remember that, correct? Yes, I it never was. write the songs. Down. Hocus pocus. Yeah, this was and a hocus pocus one. It was the I put a spell on you version from the Fifty Shades soundtrack. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. That's probably why I liked it though. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful Viennese, but I thought that her performance was lacking. I didn't think that she sold the character, but it was a beautiful dance. I disagree. I thought she was more committed to the performance. So that surprises me you said that. Not that she was fully committed 
mind uh-huh. you but I think she was committed and like more committed than we've seen her in some of the others I still feel like I was seeing a little bit more of her I liked it I thought the dance was quite good I enjoyed it she looked very good very smooth it was pretty mm-hmm. love hocus pocus so that helps her yeah. hair was Ray so Ray Ray Anderson. Ray Ray Anderson sweatshirt no, unfortunately not because I had gotten warm, but I was wearing it earlier today. So mistakes were made. That's why you and your girl, you and your girl are connecting. I know. Big fam. Big fam. So it scores a 35 out of 40. She ends with 68 out of 80. We are ending the night with our one true queen. Amanda and Alan performing a Paso Doble to Call Me Cruella from Cruella. I want you to tell me what you thought first because you had the whole disclaimer about watching the best Paso that the show has ever seen. So I want to hear your feedback first. I mean, it just left me wanting a little bit more to it. And I blame Alan for that not Amanda so I thought that she did a really good job her face was very intense there were moments where she was doing the like ha ha like she was really into it and I loved her commitment to the routine she used her dress well she had good intensity and passion but I needed more posso in it yeah I think I think I'm on board with what you're saying. I did really like it though. I thought that she just did so well. She performed it Mm -hmm. so well. It was very intense. She looked amazing. Thought she hit everything really well. But if I think about like the actual just choreography and dance itself, I would agree like it it wasn't the best choreographed puzzle that I've ever seen. I think that he could have done more, done a little bit better. It wasn't bad though. I mean, it was so good, but I agree. It I just, I don't know. He didn't like push her, you know, like he didn't push what she can do. I feel like she's capable of more than what he gave her tonight. I feel like, because when you think of like, which I know that we shouldn't be referencing it because this is the newest season, but like, if you think about Mario's Paso, there's so much content to it. There's so much that they're doing. They never stop moving, even if they're not moving in sync. And like, this just didn't have enough. It didn't have enough bite to it. But, like, she did everything, like you said, like, right on the money, exactly what you want from her. I just would like Alan to step it up, please. I think it's justified. I would still say I probably loved it, though. I thought she was great, but yeah, I don't think you're wrong either, so. How are we, how are we feeling about her right now? Are we still loving her? I personally still love her. This one, her last couple, like, I wavered a little bit. They weren't as impressive, but this one brought her back up a little bit for me. I was like, there's my queen. There's Amanda. Big fan of this one. Yeah. I feel like I'm on board with that. I feel like I need her next performance to wow me just because like for me Jojo was able to like swoop in there and so it's like I don't want to keep being like I feel like I'm thinking about Jojo more than I'm thinking about Amanda at this point 
And I don't like that. I think a lot of it too, though, is on Alan. I feel like Alan needs to give her the choreography to impress us. So I hope yes. that that happens. Like, I, I don't think that it's fully on Amanda, which kind of you know what? sucks, but. I'll send Alan our episode. I'll just make sure he listens to the last couple minutes of it and then he'll be able to deliver. Oh. Don't, don't you worry, Megan. We'll take care Perfect. of this. Perfect. So we had a double elimination tonight. We had a bottom three. Cody Rigsby was the first person announced safe. So I already knew that I wasn't going to love what happened tonight. Did as I soon as they said his name first, I was like, oh no, Katie's going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. did, I, did I scream at my tele- television? Yeah, I did. Yelled and discussed. So Brian Austin Green was like eliminated. He was like, look. Katie, we have lost you. Well, Megan, since it's just us, you talk about what happened. (laughs) Yeah, she's still frozen. So Brian Austin Green was one of the bottom three, but he was like the actual bottom. He had the lowest combined judge score and vote, so he was automatically eliminated. Katie, I think you might be back. I think you're moving again. I hope so. (laughs) So we said goodbye to Brian Austin Green. I was so relieved. So happy to see it. But then our next bottom two were Matt James and Kenya Moore. And they went to the judges and they got to decide who to save. So in the end, the judges were split. Um, I might get this wrong. I have to remember who picked who. So Len went first, right? No. Huh. One was the last one. One was the deciding oh, factor. I'm so sorry, Bruno. I'm thinking of yeah. Bruno. Bruno went first. Bruno went first and he picked Matt. And then Derek picked Kenya. And then Carrie Ann came and she picked Matt James. And I was like, oh, so two to one, Matt stays. And then there That's was- That's what I thought too. No, 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 that's no. what I thought because Tyra was like well if you're tied it'll go to Len and I was like well there's three people they'll never be tied so like okay Tyra and then she's like yeah. our judges are our judges conflicted. are yeah so according to what I am reading their rules are so obviously when they had three judges the intention was if the first two judges are tied, Don't agree. then it goes to um, a thing, uh, or it goes to Len. It appears right. that with this panel of four, they all, their three have to be unanimous or it goes to okay. Len. So even just, at that point, if it's two to two, Len's vote wins. Right, which um, is what ends up happening tonight. So Len, it's split, even though it's two to one, Len comes on, he picks Kenya. So it's technically two to two. So I just personally hate this format. It makes absolutely no sense. I'm like, you can't say that it's two to two, but one person won. I don't care that you guys love Len this much. I don't think that he has this much power. He's one person. We're all equals. 
I'm not. Yeah, but Len's Len's the only one with like well before Derek. Len was the only one with like actual ballroom background. Yeah. So my thing why I don't hate it in theory is if it's like the three of them unanimous, if Len is against them, then it's three to one. Okay, whatever. If it's three nothing and Len is with them, then it's four nothing. But if it theoretically is in a world where it's two to two, that's where I understand going to Len to either be like, oh, it's three to one, somebody goes home or two to two, but Len gets to make the pick because that's like a tie vote, but we go to Len. It's like, so I think I, that they have to. So I get, I like get why yeah. they did it because with four, otherwise you might very well end up with a two to two so often. So it's not that I yeah. don't get why they did it, but I just, I have to on the record say, I still don't like it. I don't love it. Well, Nonetheless, also, also if love it, that's fine. If they don't do that, then Len never gets a vote. Which I don't like that either. Like, Lynch does deserve yeah. to have a vote. So, I don't know. Maybe there's just no good solution. Maybe I wouldn't be happy no matter what, but I don't love it. Maybe the good solution is only three judges. Oh, there it is. Thank you so much. Probably. As far as math goes, maybe we should cap it at three. <laughs> All I can think when you're talking about, like, all of this is, like, so this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause. As someone who stands Natalie Portman in the prequels and was recently yelling about how she gives a good performance in those movies, Correct. I stand with you. Thank you. See, we united at the end. We can fight all we want all episode, but we united at the end. I feel like I digressed a bit much. I don't know if I emphasized enough that Kenya was saved and Matt James went home. <laughs> so Brian Austin Green and Matt James were the eliminated two tonight. Which they were the bottom two as far as like the leaderboard went. And so yeah, like it kind of felt okay if you put it that way. So that brings us to the question, did yeah. the right couples go home? Let's phrase it a different way. Should Brian Austin Green have gone home? Yes or no? 100% yes. 1,000% yes. Should Matt James have gone home? I think because we ended on his paso, I would have been okay with seeing Kenya go instead of Matt. Yeah, I wanted Kenya to go home before Matt. I did not like this decision. I don't think Matt was going to stick around here a lot longer. It's not that I thought he was going really far, but I don't think this was the right decision. I think that he should have stayed over Kenya. But I have a question. Would you have preferred that he go out on a good dance or would you have preferred if like he had a crappy dance next week and then went home? I just don't care. I wish that Kenya had gone home first. I don't oh, even care what dance he goes on, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't so, know. Maybe it's good to go off on a high note. I don't know. So now, <laughs> let's award your golden boot. Who do you want to see go home next time? Oh, okay. Cody Rigsby. <laughs> well, that's a shocker. 
the producers of this podcast do not endorse the views held by Cotillion Clay. My golden boo is Kenya Moore. That's fair. And now, will you please award your jaunty sevens the true great uh the true greatest compliment that Len can pay someone, not a 10 from Len, unlike what Katie said, a jaunty seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I'm torn. I'm leaning. I'm leaning this week towards Amon Schumpert. I think I am. Just their dance would like it's what I'm gonna think about for the rest of the night. I'll side with that. It was a it was a flipping moment. I'll side with that. Amon, 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 Amon. Give him a ten, Len. Give him a ten. Len. Katie, you're just gonna have to accept that that's never gonna happen. Yeah, I know. Amon's gonna go out there and perform a technically flawless, absolutely breathtaking routine, and Len's <laughs> gonna be like, Len's gonna be like, you were phenomenal. Four. It's gonna be like ten, five, ten, ten, ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> you did absolutely nothing wrong. What an incredible performance. Five. That was hands down the single best performance I've ever seen on this show I cannot think of one simple thing that you did wrong five (laughs) and that's the truth yeah with that being said Chris after two exciting nights this week a riveting Disney week do you plan to watch for Greece next week? Oh, sorry. Time for another dog break. Bye. There you have it. Bye.